We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It is Tuesday. It's March 22nd. It's 2022, and we have four NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by the man himself, Andre Alfred, Drizzy26. What's happening, my friend? Not much. Just hanging in there. Um, just got in not too long ago. I'm trying to hopefully have, have a good night to make up for the money I lost at the casino tonight. By playing some DFS, so if I can't get it back tonight, hopefully get it back tomorrow. There you go, um, spinning the reel. All <laughs> 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 right, you know that's how it works, right? Um, so four games slate. Hope everyone had an awesome weekend. I know this is not a Monday podcast, but I was not here for um, yesterday's podcast. So hope everyone had an awesome weekend. We're gonna jump in and. You're breaking down the slate. We start with Golden State at Orlando. 215 total. This game opened at 216 and a half. It's been bet down. Golden State, an eight and a half point favorite. Steph is out. Iguodala is out. Moody is questionable. 
Wiggins is probable and Wiseman still out. Isaac Suggs out for Orlando. Let's start here with Golden State. What are we looking at here for the Warriors? Uh, Warriors is just a main few guys. Um, like like Jordan Poole, I think it's in play, especially on a four-game slate. It's the one that I probably at the top of the list want to target. Even a guy like Clay Thompson um, and Andrew Wiggins. I think Andrew Wiggins' price, though, um, 6700 stands out a little bit more to me. Um, especially on FanDuel with that price, I think I think it's it's about it's about right. But I think in this matchup, he can definitely have a ceiling game, um, and have like the steals and blocks upside of going, especially since he's going against um, a team like Orlando. And then we have um, and then you have a couple of um, the other guys that are possibly um, out too, um, and not play like a, a guy like Moses Moody, which would then create a little bit more minutes in the guard situation. And I think we got Gary Payton, the second coming back too. I think he's also a good value play. Um, pretty much almost almost anybody that's in the rotation for the for the, for the Warriors, I think it's in play today. Because um, he's going to have to rely on his bench a little bit more than normal um, in this situation. Um, Otto Porter, I just don't trust the minutes. So it's kind of hard for me to want to roster him fully, but we know he could get there. I know he's been his minutes have been upticking a little bit, but I don't know if that's just the simple fact of because they, they try to put him with um, Draymond Green more or not, um, and that just kind of concerns me a little bit. Always has since he's been with the team, um, and you start to see what the rotation was. Um, but he's a good GPP play to take a chance on, um, and Jonathan Kaminga I think is another excellent play tomorrow. Yeah, so I mean. Clay, the gloves are off for Clay Thompson now, right? Like, I mean, that that's we saw him play 38 minutes the other night. So the ceiling is there for Clay in games that, you know, have the potential to stay close over 20 shot attempts in four of the last five games. Um, so I mean, the ceiling is there for Clay Thompson. This is a dude that can go out and hit eight threes in a game and put up 50 plus fantasy points. Um Outside of Clay, I don't mind Poole. I don't mind Wiggins. You know, the Magic, not a very good defensive team. Trust me, I'm a Magic fan. They kind of stink. Um, so Draymond, I think, is interesting as well. He got ejected the other night. Um, it was the third quarter, I'm pretty sure, and he was already at 18 minutes. So I think we're looking closer to like 25 to 30 minutes for Draymond in a close game. So at 6K, I, I definitely don't mind him. And then on the Orlando Magic side of things, maybe take some shots here on Wendell Carter Jr. He seems to be like that ceiling guy um, for the Magic outside of him. I like I continue to roll the dice on Fultz knowing that like the like he has upside. He's he's just 4200, he's cheap. He's probably only going to play like 22 minutes, but with Suggs out, um Okiki could play more minutes. It's just it's so tough with the Magic. They're playing so many different people. Yeah, I the Fultz thing is what's interesting to me the most out of this whole thing because when he first um came back in the games and even in some of the games that he have recently, he's he's been well over like I want to say probably what like maybe two fantasy points per minute I want to say for sure and, and just getting it done and getting put on thirty fantasy points 
in a matter of like 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 17 to 18 minutes. Um, so th- that's a good sign for him, showing that he could be efficient in that short amount of time. I just get worried to find out to, um, to see if he's going to be able to do it because, like, in this every matchup. But it is a good GBP play at 4,200 um, on DK. I think it's someone you definitely could roll the dice with, especially on a four game slate where I think the game where, where your strategy has to change and you have to be willing to take some chances on some guys that get different. Um, but I absolutely love. Going to a guy like Wendell Carter here in this spot at 8,400 on, on DK. Um, and his price on FanDuel is 7,300, which is even cheaper. So he's probably my favorite play. I don't even mind going to uh, Chuma Okiki as well, who, um, who I know will get a little bit of, of run too. So those are the two main guys I would, I would definitely try to target for sure. I don't even mind a guy like Cole Anthony as well too. Um, maybe a little bit more Bamba, but... I, but man, I'll probably stay away from him and go towards the other guys that I mentioned before. I'll say this. If this was a 12-game slate, we are not spending any time on the Magic here. We're just moving along. Um, the fact this is a four-game slate definitely brings some of these guys more in play. All right, moving on. we got Atlanta at New York facing the Knicks. Two 26 total in this game. The Hawks, a two-point favorite on the Hawks side. Bogdanovich is questionable. Collins is out. Lou Williams is out. And then on the Knicks side of things, Noel, Reddish, Rose, Walker, out. So starting here with Atlanta, I mean, Bogdanovich news matters. Uh, you know, he's a 30-minute a guy, 30-minute-a-night guy, so he could potentially open up some stuff, but I mean, Gallinari at 5,100, he's someone that, like, instantly stands out. Trey Young, obviously, when we're looking at a four-game slate, raw points are going to matter. Um, and then Clint Capella at 6,400. He might project as, like, a top five point-per-dollar play on today's slate just because it's a four-game slate, and he's still pretty cheap for the ceiling that he possesses. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I I like Clint a lot here in this spot. Um, I even like Trey in this spot too. Um, obviously we know what type of game it is. Um, we know what type of environment it's going to be here in New York, which was um especially after the playoff series last year between the Knicks, um and the Atlanta. So um, I expect probably um everyone to try to bring their best and play their best. So um, Trey Young is someone that's a top one of the top options for me. I think I will be trying to target and get in my lineups. Um, especially on the slate where we know with the other two games that we have left with those two stars, stars um, left that are bigger than Trey Young. Trey's probably going to be the lesser one of the three. So I love, love, love trying to get him in GPPs today. Um, and I definitely like, uh, with Click and Pell, I like him for sure. The Bogdanovich news definitely matters a lot. Um, I personally don't think he's going to play. Could be wrong, though. Um, so I really do like a guy like Gallo. Um, a lot more than Hunter personally, but um, but I probably would roster both of them. Um, I just think Gallo has more upside when it comes to um, shooting the ball, but the minutes are definitely going to be there. And, and his price, I believe, is a little bit cheaper on FanDuel, definitely for sure. Um, on DK, I believe it is as well. Um, just let me double check that real quick. Um, no, nope, Hunter's actually two hundred dollars, but I think that I think that they both are in play for sure, and I don't even mind Kevin Herter a little bit in GPPs. 
The other side of this game, the Knicks side, I mean, Julius Randle is obviously someone that can have big games, but I, I continue to like preach that RJ Barrett is the usage guy. He's playing 40 minutes a night, five straight games. Um, that shouldn't shock anybody um, with this coaching staff that someone could play these types of minutes. So I think it, you know, it's kind of a mix for Randall, you know, Robinson's being more active, more involved, but I think on the next side, RJ Barrett is the guy. Um, and I mean, obviously you could take some large field tournament shots on some other pieces here, but I mean, for me on the Knicks, it's really just Barrett. I, I agree. Um, RJ is probably just like his usage has been so high. Um, the second half of the season, he's just been playing so well too. Like I said, the minutes, um, shorter rotation a little bit. Um, I, I love him in this spot. I think he's, I think he, at his price of 7,600, I think that's a little bit, I mean, I maybe it's priced appropriately, but I think it's just a little bit too low for his talent. Um, and he has an upside where he can get like 50, maybe even 60 in this matchup. So he's someone I definitely want to target for sure. Um, I don't mind getting to a little bit of Randall on Fanduel, but my main target is just from this, from the next side, it's just going to be RJ Barrett. He's just in a great spot. I think he's a little bit underpriced for his role. All right, we got Chicago at Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. Two thirty-two total in this game, and the Bucks are a six-point favorite. Back-to-back for Chicago, so we do not have an injury report for them. We know that Lonzo Ball probably not going to be back for this game. Um, we'll have to see if anything comes out because I mean Zach Levine's kind of been banged up here recently, and then on the Bucks side of things, Bembry. Middleton out, Giannis probable. Let's start here with Chicago. I mean, looking at this slate, this game has all the potentials of like a full-on close battle it out type shootout. Um, tougher defensive matchups, but we'll have to see. Um, yeah, talk to me here about Chicago. Um, it's. <sighs> It's going to be – I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do. Like, is anyone going to sit or not? I, I think I think that they're going to want to give it their all. Um, I'm checking the standings actually right now to see where Chicago and Milwaukee because this, this is a big game just for the standings alone. And if they're fighting for the division um, and playoff positioning, um, they're going to try to get this win definitely. And, yeah, they're pretty much only two back. Chicago's only two games back from Milwaukee. Um, and I think that they lost to Milwaukee the last time they played. Um, so this game is kind of important, especially with um, especially with um, Chris Middleton being out and maybe Giannis, but I think Giannis plays. Um, so I, I'm going to go with a, like a guy like DeMar DeRozan, especially his price coming down at 8,600 in this situation. I think that's a, uh, appropriately priced. Vucevic is someone I, I like a lot. Um, Zach, too, if he plays. Because, um, like you said, he's been banged up lately. So he'll be someone that would be, that would be interesting to play a lot of. Um, I do like taking some shots on um, Ayo uh, Dasamu. I like taking some shots on him um, on in GPPs um, and Alex Caruso. Now that we uh, now that they say he's pretty much gonna um, 
being a starting lineup going forward, I I, I kind of like that a lot for him. Um, so I, and I don't and I kind of expect him to, to probably have a big game here. Um, it was also encouraging to see Patrick Williams play play too um, and get get back out there in the court. I think they say he was going to play about twenty five minutes. I don't know how many minutes he plays tonight. It hasn't come out yet, but. Um, if he's playing around at 25 minutes and he's finally to play on a back-to-back because it was just his wrist, um, then I, he might be someone that might be too cheap to not be to, to not be interested and want to play a little bit if you're doing like 150 tomorrow. On the Milwaukee side, I mean, it's Giannis. It's Giannis or Jokic. I mean, that's what this slate is going to come down to, I feel like, on the top end. I think it's going to be really hard to play both of them, especially on DraftKings with them both being 12K. Um, It comes out to, I think, like $4,200 a player or something. I don't think we have enough, like, 3K plays. You know, obviously stuff can change throughout the day, but I think, uh, you know, the, the decision at the end of the day is likely going to be Giannis or Jokic. Um, and I'll be honest with you, Dre. I think they're both in great spots. I think they both have ceiling. With Middleton being out, I'd probably give the edge to Giannis. But it's going to come down to ownership. Let's see what the ownership looks like. Because if Giannis is going to be the higher owned of the two, I'll just play Jokic and Drew. Like Drew Holiday at 7,800 with no Middleton, Bobby Portis at 6,600. You know, who's going to start? Is it going to be Cunnington? All right, I'll take some shots on him. Um, is Nawara going to start? I highly doubt it. But, you know, if he's going to play 25 minutes, he's 3,400. So I'm going to be waiting to see what we're looking at for projected ownership, going to be looking at ownership throughout the day because. Honestly, I think Giannis and Jokic raw points wise are about the same. So if one's going to be 60 and one's going to be 40, well then give me the 40% on guy. And I don't know if that's what the ownership's going to be, but I highly think that most people will have one of Giannis or Jokic um, in their builds today. Yeah, definitely. And I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I'm going to try to get a little bit different and honestly, probably just play one of them. I mean, play, play maybe none of them. Um, so That's how you get different on this slate. And yeah. you just don't watch the games and you just hope that they don't get there. <laughs> exactly. Because, because it's going to be terrifying, terrifying because if one of them goes up for 70 or 80, then you're in trouble. You're dead in the water. But um, their prices, like you said, 12K is, is expensive. So I would probably want to try to go with some guys like, like, like I said, DeMar, Drew. I love Drew today. Because we since... Ever since Lonzo Ball has been out for Chicago and they've been filling in and, and we just get Al Caruso back. So I don't know the defense has not had time to adjust yet with him being back. Their defense against point guards have not been good. So I would probably be, if I'm I'm a betting man, I would just lean more towards Drew Holiday having the monster game and Giannis, you know, seeing that and maybe he's going to play well, but take more of a little bit of a backseat and, and just let the gas off a little bit while Drew Holiday sits there and plays really well. So I, I love Drew in this spot. To me, he's my favorite, favorite player from Milwaukee. I don't and I and I and I do like getting to Giannis. Um, but but Drew is definitely the guy I want to target to target a lot. Uh, I don't even mind getting a guy like Nuara. Um, I think he's gonna play big in this game. Yeah, no, um, 
He's he's been sneaky lately, like uh, playing some minutes on some games and then not that much in others. But I still think he's in play as, as a sneaky GPP option, um, especially with the price of thirty four hundred. Um, and then and then um, I don't mind getting a little bit of Bobby Portis, but um, I just don't think he is. I just don't think he's the right play um, at sixty six hundred. But I don't mind getting to him a little bit. And in tournaments, just to be different. All right. We're looking at the last game here. We're going to get into this Jokic conversation because, I mean, it is, it's the slate, really, in my opinion. Um, We got the Clippers at Denver taking on the Nuggets. I mean, this game. The, the games still matter for the Clippers because, I mean, there's what a great job by the coaching staff. And I, I say this every time they're on the slate, but still uh, the fact that they're in there with all the injuries they've had this season, 219 and a half total. The Nuggets, a six and a half point favor here at home. Um, Jermichael Green is probable. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. remain out. George, Kawhi, Powell remain out for the Clippers. So, I mean, you know, same pieces, same misses here. Wouldn't it be crazy though if the Clippers get Kawhi and George back um, right when the playoffs start and they like make a serious run? Like, we're gonna start with the Clippers so we can start with this conversation because it's four games late and this is the last game we have. But I mean, they're both getting closer and closer to being back. Um, they're like still like non-contact back. But could you imagine that, like? Kawhi and Paul George coming back from the playoffs and you have a I'm assuming the Clippers end up as like an eight or nine seed here um in the playoffs like that would be that's not a team I'd want to face that is a scary 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 team like that that that's just like you you make me want to go bet the Clippers right now just just put futures on them to win a championship because if they come back they can literally be the the first probably AC to win it all if there isn't um, any in the NBA at all. Um, it that would be just incredible, and I think that they will come back. At least one of them is coming back, I think. Um, and they're only what they're, I think they're only like three or four games back from the seventh spot, so they they might be able to catch either Denver or Minnesota. They're six games back now. They've okay. lost three straight. Yeah, it was close, oh. and then they kind of they lost some games here. Bag, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out coming down the stretch. A lot of these teams are getting healthy, um, and the Clippers are to me the most dangerous team in the playoffs, and I would not want to play them. Yeah, I know Paul George has like been practicing with the team, and I know he's you know, he's definitely getting closer. I don't know where Kawhi is. He well, it was last June, right? When he it wasn't even fully torn yeah, was, ACL. It was a partial, so he should honestly. I think he should have been back by now, but eight months. I mean, I'm not a doctor, <laughs> yeah. And it was surgery and everything. I mean, I, I'm just saying, could you imagine like this could be the game too? Like, seven, eight seed plays each other, and like, mm-hmm. you know, right now the Nuggets and the Clippers are seven, eight seeds, so um, it would just be a whole different look, uh, for the Clippers. But anyway, we're gonna start here with the Clippers, um, Reggie Jackson. Down to 7,200 now. Uh, he had a couple good games there. 
I think this is the price you jump on Reggie Jackson. Um, when he was 8,500, 8,800, stuff like that, it was really hard to play him. Uh, he had one bad game against Utah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Utah's good. Uh, I, I like this spot for Jackson. I think if this game stays close, it's Morris, it's Jackson having good games. Um, large field tournaments, you can roll the dice on Hartstein, Zubak, Covington. Um, but I think the main pieces here are, are Morris and Reggie Jackson. I completely agree with you. Um, I love Reggie Jackson in this spot. Um, he's, he's my favorite player from the Clippers side. Uh, I don't even mind getting the zoo box too as well. Um, that'd be my second. That'd probably be my second favorite. Uh, so well, one B, I guess. I mean, I mean, well, two B to Morris. I think that they both are equal, but I think zoo box because um, you use this other center spot here and just just makes your builds a little bit different. He's someone I get. I can see myself playing a little bit today of, but not that many other guys from the Clipper side. Oh, actually, maybe actually, sorry, one more guy too. Sorry, Trey Man. Trey Man's the only other guy that I can see myself rostering. Um, he the coach, they, they like him, they develop him. He's been the most consistent guy, I feel like, on the team this year, playing around at least 25 to 30 minutes in majority of the game. So, he's another guy that I would, I would roster to today. Yeah, and I mean, he he's not someone that like negatively correlates with like Reggie Jackson. Uh, they've been playing well together, uh, so. And then on the Denver side, it's Giannis. It really is Giannis. Or not Giannis, Jokic. Sorry. Um, it's Jokic. You know, Aaron Gordon is he's 5K. Um <laughs> I did say when he got down to 5K, I might take some shots on him, but like Bones Highland has been the guy. If you're not playing Jokic, you're playing some Bones Highland. They got blown out by Boston. Good defensive team last time out. I think Highland and Jokic are the plays here on the Denver side. I I, I like Bones. Um, honestly, just looking at this stat here, the stats of every time Nikola Jokic has played against the Clippers this year, he's had I think I think it's only twice, but seventy three and a half fantasy points. And then the then the monster game where he had ninety three fantasy points. How is he not a lock? Just like, ladies and gentlemen, just locking Nikola Jokic. Just just don't think twice. You I I I just said I wanted to get different, but there's no way I can get different or get away from that because if he because he's gonna probably do it again. Um, unless God forbid he gets sick or something and can't play. But other than that, Jokic might be in a fantastic spot to give you a, another ceiling game as always um, at his price. And it's worth it, especially in this matchup. Um, he's the best play to me on this team, on the slate probably. Um, and, I, and I don't mind getting the bones. Bones has been playing well too and, and balling out. I, I can see myself. I'm playing a little bit of him and Stevie, please don't play Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Just don't do it. I, I, so thinking about like Aaron Gordon, right? I, I honestly think I would rather play DeMarcus cousins playing 15 minutes at 4,100 than playing Aaron Gordon. Cause at least DeMarcus cousins, like that dude's going to get 10 shot ups. Like he's, he's going like boogie's going to do his thing. So I think thinking about it more, I would take shots on DeMarcus Cousins before I would take shots on 
Gordon. Um, so yeah, I mean, Boogie, uh, what 15 to 20 minutes a night is what it seems like. Um, I have to, you have to throw out that Boston game last time out. Demarcus Cousins, even in a blowout, he's not going to get extra run. He's not a young player that they like want to run out there. Like this dude's going to be in the competitive games, getting 15 to 20 minutes. So I think Boogie at 4,100 is a great, um, potential loan tournament play it's a four game slate it's really tough to say who's gonna be loaned or not but yeah he he is gonna be loaned in my opinion i agree with you because think about it most people are not going to think to play Jokic and cousins together they're not going to so I, I i love that play i think he's a fantastic tournament play someone i i would definitely be considering him playing um even if you're playing like three or four lineups Throw him in there with Jokic one time. No one's going to be expecting it, and he's a fans easily a fancy point per minute, well over a fantasy point per minute guy. So you're you're in good in a good spot there. Yeah, I think that's the thing, right? Um, just no one is that. That's just one way to make a Jokic lineup different. Um, and they're not negative correlated. They're not going to play on the floor together a lot. So um, I, I think that's it's a good way to get different with Jokic, but. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like that's cheap today? Uh, under 5K to go 7X. Um, give me give me Alex Caruso on the back-to-back um, and against the Milwaukee Bucks. I like that. I'm going to stay in that game. I'm going to assume that Pat, Pat Cunnington starts for Milwaukee with Middleton out, plays 28 minutes. I think if that happens, he has a really good chance to go 5X or 7X at 3,700. So I'll go Pat Cunnington. Over 8K to go under 5X. We don't have a lot of options up here today. Who's the bust at the top? Um. Mm. Over 8K. Give me give me Julius Randle. That was who I was gonna take too. That's I think that's the guy you're, you're probably not playing on this slate. I mean, maybe you are playing him because he is gonna be potentially loaned on this slate. Um, I'm gonna take Wendell Carter Jr. and just kind of play the odds. I think that most of these guys get there on a nightly basis, and Wendell Carter Jr. is gonna have to shoot like 60, 70 percent from the field to get there. So um I'll take him. Favorite 6X play today. Who do you got for 6X today that you like a lot? Um, I'm not going to go with the obvious guy because, like you said, like 10X, I have a guy. But I'm going to go with um, someone I love in tournaments today. Where is he? Where is he? Um, Sorry, I'm trying to find him. I, can't, I lost him. Oh, there it is. Oh, actually, here it is. Reggie Jackson. All right. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I'm going to go a little off the board today and say Otto Porter Jr. at 4,900. I think he's a really strong value play today. In games where he's playing well and he's hustling, they'll give him 30 minutes. Um, so I think in a matchup here against my Orlando Magic, I think the steal upside is like, five plus um so like the ceiling is massive here for auto porter jr so i like him a lot on the slate uh let's get weird gpp play of the day who do you got 
Um, there was two. I'm between two guys here. Um, just because I don't know what the ownership's going to be at, but I like. I think he's he's going to have to play, especially with the short rotation, and and um. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's tough. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'll I'll give out both. Is that fine, Stevie? Can I give out both? As long as one of them is not Demarcus Cousins. No, definitely not. Okay. Okay. So, um, one guy is Jordan Nuora. I like him for GPPs a lot today, and then the other guy is Delon Wright. Um, someone I think that's gonna have to play a lot of minutes. Um, in Atlanta against the Knicks today, especially with them being shorthanded. I like it. Um, uh, again, I'm going. I'm going boogie, man. I think that I, I can't wait to see like his projected ownership in the morning, and then like kind of just follow it throughout the day. Um, it's something that I like to do, and I, I just think he has so much potential to make your lineups different today. And he could easily bust. Like he could easily put up 15 fantasy points, but I do think he's someone that could also put up like 25 to 30. And if he beats some other value plays in this price range, no one, not many people are going to play him with Jokic. So, I mean, for that, you just kind of, you kind of gain that much of difference um, on those builds. So um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um. No, just pay attention to news. I I would say strategy wise, make sure you're different. Game stacking probably is a might be well is my way. I think to personally go on the slate. Um, pay attention to some um to all the news. Giannis might not play, but hopefully he does. And also um, get your bets in and place a lot of bets tomorrow. I think tomorrow's a good betting day. All right, that is going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back Wednesday talking more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.